Refuge Project. Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place where we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your hosts. We got Pastor Caesar, Yo. And James. That's me. And I am Pastor David. We got a great show for you today. Today we're going to talk about a new electric car company. A man and a woman <laughs> and uh, thriving and surviving during these times of COVID-19. How you guys doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I told you when I came in, I just dropped like a thousand bucks in repairs yesterday. So I'm hurting a little bit like that. I saw your van sitting on the side of the yeah, road on just Sunday. had one of those days. I had, uh, I was free all day and that was my day. I had like all these things break at the same time. You know how it goes. There's nothing worse than your car and your computer going down at the same time. And my phone. And your phone. And all three. So what, what I happened to your com- What happened to your computer? My computer has decided it doesn't want to turn on anymore. Oh, it must be a PC. Yeah. No, it's a Mac. <laughs> no, it's a Mac. What what version of Mac do you have? Dude, it's so old, I don't even know you what have the version thick one? it is. It's pretty thick. Yeah. yeah Before we go any further with that, let's talk a little bit about that. The uh you know, I think some of the biggest <laughs> snobbery the no the biggest snobbery that you're gonna find out there is people is that fight, that age old fight, uh, right? Mac uh, versus PC. Mac yeah, Mac versus PC mm-hmm. or Mac versus Android. Pastor David was the worst. <laughs> I love my Apple stuff, and we're going to talk a little bit about more here in a few minutes. You know, I uh, um, I used to be a big time proponent of Android. Mm-hmm. Now, as you can see, I've gone to the gone to the right side to the <laughs> Apple side. You can see, I just got my new phone well, yesterday. There, there it what is. is that? What is a, that? This uh, is the iPhone SE second Apple. gen. That's it's right. An Apple. It's an Apple. And the reason I went to it, it's because of FaceTime. It's just so convenient, and you know, I've when never you never use FaceTime, it's it's well, you know, most it, of the cool features that Apple has, I don't use any of them. You are going to love air, air dropping, though. air dropping oh. things. Yeah, yeah, it, that is probably ones. the best number one yeah. feature for me that Apple has rolled out mm-hmm. with. It's just so easy. Well, let's just get right into it. What? Culture. Culture. I want to hear about the PC though. I mean, about the Mac. Hey, we're, not gonna, we're not done talking about it. <laughs> Let me go first. Yeah, go ahead. So, there's been a new electric car coming, uh, company coming out, and guess who it is? Apple. Apple is working on an, a new electric oh, they really? car. They are. So since we're just talking about how great they are, bring it it's up. It's probably going to be hacked. They're they're coming out with the car. <laughs> They've been working on it since uh, fourteen. 2014. Okay. Um, they applied for some some different licenses with California to have 27 cars on the road. Uh, back in 2015, they now have those 27 cars on the road, and they just uh, applied in I think last year in 19 to have 69 cars on the road. Wow. I mean, so that doesn't seem like a lot of cars, but no. But I guess in like testing, you don't want too many out there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so My they're, they're out there in cars that um, are broken and it's going to be a total integration. And that's what we were talking about. A total integration with the airdrop. Airdrop is beautiful. I mean, mine, I get my text on my computer, whatever mm-hmm. computer I'm at. If I'm on my iMac at home or my, my, yeah. uh, you know, my laptop or my desktop or my phone or my iPad, everything is there. But see, that's like the pro and the con of Apple to me, because it's a pro if you just have all Apple everything. But like, let's say I just needed a cheap tablet to do basic little tablet stuff on. I bought like the Nokia whatever thing. 
because it was cheaper. I don't get any of the Apple stuff. No, got to like go I, all in. Yeah, you got to go all Apple's in. only good if you go all in. But when you go all in, uh-huh. it, the integration is so beautiful that you just don't go back. You know, and that's just so true. Because like I said, I was the biggest Android person. Mm-hmm. And like I loved my Android fo- phones. But ever since getting this, now my, my laptop, mm-hmm. Apple, my desktop, Apple. Um, I don't have the Apple Pods yet, though. So. Yeah, I don't either. Was that, what is that, the... the the, the air, the yeah, but things. but I don't. I wouldn't like them either because I'm 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 kind of like a amateur audiophile. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. It's I, I like quality uh, sound, and and there's just those those earbuds add too much color to to everything. So like you know, w- with young people, because I deal with young people, um, it, they're all wearing them. It's a fashion statement. It's a fashion trend mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah, I got these pods. It's like those things. As far as audio quality is concerned, you, you know, that's you got. China parts in those things. If, <laughs> yeah. if you know, you really want to talk about some serious audio, you know, we, we can get into in ear, you know, in ear monitors and the triple, quadruple drivers, and you, you know, you start talking about all these f- sound frequencies and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Like that's what makes it, you know, good. But I don't know. It, you know, Apple is amazing with their marketing. Just amazing with their marketing. So whatever they're going to do and how that's going to roll over for their car, I'm sure it's going to knock it. You know, out of the they're going to knock it out of the park. But you remember a few years ago, the uh, one of the one of their uh, one of their um, ads. It, it was simple. All it says: if you don't have an iPhone, well. You don't have an iPhone. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And then you know, at the end of it, it just inspires you, and you're like, man. I don't have an iPhone. Right, right. <laughs> this is the this is the picture that leaked. Uh-huh. They're not saying that this is the official car, but the, you, there's some people out on the internet that says you can try to keep stuff hush hush. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of what leaked out. But Half of that leak stuff in general, I think, is staged. Yeah, for most companies, it kind of looks like but, a. Uh, it kind of looks like a MacBook Pro if it had wheels. <laughs> yeah, um, but then it also kind of looks like a like the new Kias. And uh, with a little bit of a Civic kind of vibe to it. It's, it's got a, a Tesla feel to it, too. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like a Honda's... Uh, what's their hatchback called? I can't remember. Uh, it looks like a Honda Accord and a Tesla combined. Yeah, but it's got that little back... You know what I mean? Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, hatchback yeah. thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah see that. There's a Honda car that looks basically exactly the same yeah. from the back, but I can't and think the, what it's called. And the other thing is they're saying that it probably won't be this car because they're going to come out with a sedan because it'll be more popular and more room and those type of things. But this is going to be a fully uh, self-driving car. They're not going to release it until it's fully self-driving. So not even a steering wheel? I think it will have a steering wheel if you want to drive it. Mm-hmm. But it, like Tesla's now, you have to have your you have to put your hands on the steering wheel like every few seconds or whatever, yeah. uh, or, or however however long they say you have to do it. But this one you can, you can be able to take a nap and um, go to sleep. No, I, I, I haven't I haven't been in a self driving car yet, but I don't know if I'll trust myself yet to be in one of those things. But like, do they have like? Um, I don't know. Do they have like uh, safeguards as far as like you can't go beyond a certain speed? I'm or, sure. I'm sure eventually that's that's what it's going to be. When it drives itself, it's going to go whatever the speed limit is posted, mm-hmm. right? So you're what not going to get a ticket. <laughs> the car's driving itself. It's driving itself, man. <laughs> Talk to my computer. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I thought that was pretty interesting. If if as long as they're not like super outrageous, I'll probably buy one. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those those Teslas though, like they're uh, 
like for fancy cutting edge kind of cars, like they're pretty affordable. Yeah, pretty affordable. You know, like you can, the, the Cybertruck thing that's not out yet, but it's like a, it's in like the twenty thousands or something like that, which is like the same price as an F one fifty if you got just like a basic the base one. model. I started watching this documentary real quick on, on that kind of stuff that, that on, on Netflix. I didn't finish it, but it's, it's about minimalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch the new one that just came out or yeah, the old it's, one? it's the newer one. I haven't seen the new one. I saw uh, the other. One. I'm, I'm so I only got like. 20 minutes into it or something like that so i'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it because it's really interesting but yeah. but i think that that has to do with that whole wave of you know less is more uh downscaling really living within your means and well i think with tesla they wanted it to be something that everybody could get into so if it was like a hundred thousand dollar car you know people aren't right. not everybody's gonna get it you know? and you could buy the the more expensive hundred thousand dollar tesla if you want yeah. but uh-huh. they also have their more reasonable they were asked apple was asked about the car and they said that uh, what you know while they get in the car business, and Apple said that they are not in the car business. They are a designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the designing business, and they just happen to design technology. Hmm. So I thought that was a pretty interesting. I thought they were going to say they're in the tech business, and nope. No. They're des- their design business. It's just like people saying. people say I'm not a Christian rapper. I just I'm a rapper that happens to be Christian. It just yeah. seems like they're in the tech business, you know. <laughs> that's what everybody says, and I don't know. I mean, I guess that's I mean, just a way for it, them. But, uh, that's just a way for them to expand into other uh, things without having to be pigeonholed. It into, seems like they're a little too bougie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tech company, man. What you- well, I was just thinking of what would Steve Jobs say if they ask him. Yeah, he would tell them that they were in the tech business. Yes. Yeah. But all these new kids are coming in there, and they were just like, no, we want to design cars, and we want to design this and that. And as long as they all integrate in together, I'm down. Because I'm I'm truly sold. We have This is how sold I am. <laughs> we have all Apple computers. The only Apple non-Apple computers we have is my son that he does his gaming and stuff on. And just because he can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my uh, Noah, my little one, he has a Dell that... That um, I had at my old job, and they just let me keep it when I left because I was on contract, and they just said, "When you're done, just keep it." And I put an Apple sticker over the Dell, mm-hmm. so and he had all just- he thought he was cool because he he <laughs> thought he had an Apple computer for the longest time. <laughs> Dell used to be a big deal, yeah, a de- big Dell, yeah, Dell. I mean, Dell was. I mean- <laughs> I do my own. <laughs> They're definitely a big deal, big deal in uh in like stuff like that when a when a company has to buy you know, a hundred laptops or whatever, yeah, because yeah. They're, they're pretty good. And same they'll, time. they'll bought out, uh, what was that gateway? You remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. With, with the, gateway. the cows yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. I remember. I remember. Mm-hmm. Cool. So y'all look out for the Apple car in 2024. I think Tesla's going to come out with like, well, yeah, well, ours flies. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Tesla's going to come out next year. Supposedly their full driving car will come out next year. We'll see. That's what they say. Yeah. So, Anyway, it's going to get a lot of people in trouble. If I'm getting a Tesla, I'm getting a Cybertruck, dude. I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, I just hope they fix the whole window thing. But, yeah. but think about it. You know, everybody that's trying to be like, you know, the, the, those people that like cheat in their relationships and stuff like that, that the car remembers exactly where they were. You know, the, the wife gets in and is like, take me to take me to uh-huh. where the last place you were. You know, that right. drives there. It's going to get a lot of people in trouble. Dude, there's some cool. The uh, last female that sat in this seat was 30 pounds yeah. lighter. <laughs> there's some cool Black Mirror episodes that are like about that kind of do you ever watch the black mirror show a few episodes it gets crazy there's the yeah. one with it, with like the memory thing where oh, yeah. they like play it with their eye yeah yeah i've never crazy. seen any of them i've seen cl- clips and people
people talk about yeah, a lot yeah, of them. Definitely not kid friendly, but yeah. man, it makes you think. Not yeah. at all, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are those are trippy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, Pastor Caesar, what you got? Uh, let's start off with a clip real quick. Just go ahead and play this real quick. And brought to you by our U.S. government. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. We ask play that one more time. Play that one more time. In the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names by many different faiths a man and a woman well there you go that you heard it um that was representative emmanuel cleaver democrat um closing out the 117th congress opening prayer which he ended with a man and a woman. <laughs> you couldn't even hold it together. That one is so stupid, though. Like I said earlier, like a man is not even talking about men. It has nothing There's to do. There's no gender. A man is not specific to gender. It does. It has nothing to do with gender. Yeah. <sighs> Amen means it's, it's taken from a Hebrew word. It's like, it is so. It's an affirmation. Just like, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yep. He said it. My thing is, listen, if you want to separate it, take the keep the woe, but get rid of the men. Right? Keep the woe. Woman. A woe. Just take the men off if that if you don't want to be alone. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You're still woe man man. I mean, I, anyways. Or he could have just said uh, so it should be or whatever the te- the official. Yeah, but like if you read even before or like you play that back just a little bit and I'm not you don't have to, but you know it's just it's become so the PC culture. He doesn't even acknowledge God. He's and to the, the monotheistic God, yeah. many gods of faith. Yeah, no, it's Jesus, the one and true God, the only God. He's always been, always will be, forevermore. There's only one. It's not a lie. I'm sorry if you don't like that, but truth is truth. He wasn't praying to Jesus. You know, Jesus. God manifested in the flesh. But anyway, we won't get into all of that right now. But anyway, uh, you know, the government, uh, uh, the United States government, they've they've been on this uh, campaign forever of just trying to make everything more PC, more palatable, more... Um, Inclusive, everybody can you know have a spot and those kind of things, and changing words, taking down statues, this and that. You know, it's like I get it, I do, I do get it. Some of these statues, these guys represented some ugly, ugly things in their life. They they had a lot of hatred, they had a lot of different things. But you know what? Removing that statue doesn't remove the stain from history. And if and and if anything, you, those things should serve as a reminder of how much we've progressed. Wiping it out doesn't change anything. Uh, it, it actually it does change everything. It, it does. Change change this we become ignorant to the past i totally agree i mean if you want it to happen again take it away yeah. erase the history and then it's guaranteed to happen again if we don't teach about it just because it's there doesn't mean that we can't teach about it that it's wrong mm-hmm. yeah you know use those statues um my, 
Right or wrong, this is my deal on the whole statue thing. Right or wrong, it's illegal to go on private property and tear stuff down. Yeah. Like, go to legislation, vote on it, take them to a museum, teach about it, all those things. You can't, you can't right or wrong with a wrong. Right, right, so, and and you know, and we we all have our dealings with with uh, the young people, not the not the old school that is more conservative in nature, but the young people, they their ideologies of how they perceive the world is completely different from their their fathers and grandfathers and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I was talking to 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 somebody a while back ago about about some of these things, and and. You know, they were talking about how this this church was burned down by these activists or something like that. It was like a Catholic church or something, and 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 but that church was built upon you know the backs of slaves or it was something along that nature, right? And and they were like, I they, they were like, well, I don't feel bad about it. And I was like, well, wait a minute, you know, wait a minute, you have to wait one second here because us as Christians, we can't condone the violence. I might not like what it was built upon, but that doesn't mean that my response is going to be anything less than godly to it or how I feel about it. You know, uh, counteracting evil with you. Some people would say that in order to, in order to defeat a monster, you have to become a monster. That's, that's so not true. Yeah. You know, not, not at all. That's not, that's not the Christian creed. That's not what we've been called to. We've, uh, we've been called to, li- to live peaceable lives. And uh, it, it's just, uh, and I know this breaks into a, a way bigger conversation, but you know, um, uh, it's just it's interesting the convictions that us as Christians, wh- how we should, or, or these these convictions that we should have, how easily we let them go whenever our context and our culture changes, you know, and the people that we're around, and uh, because nobody wants to be the odd man out, right, or the odd woman out, you know. But uh, yeah, this whole PC culture stuff like that and changing that, it, it's just you know, and that that was all uh, that that whole sequence that we heard. Uh, Congress is trying to is, is trying to make uh, more neutral gender pronouns for the for the the verbiage that's found in legislation. The problem is there's got so many pronouns. Like you're automatically wrong if you don't know the pronoun. Yeah, you have to assume somebody's pronoun, and if you because you don't know it, no, because you can make it up, and then now I have to call you on something I've never heard, or I'm a racist, or I'm a bigot, or I'm a whatever. So I don't. know. That's a whole different thing. I, yeah, yeah. Well, well, who was that actress? Uh, I see. Uh, I'll get in trouble now. Yeah, who was that, exactly yeah, that about, actress uh, the other day that was in the, the uh, Canadian chick who's not a chick anymore? Yeah, she was in Juno and, and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I don't know her name. But it's think. like on that movie cre- in the movie credit. And I think this is one of the things they brought up in the movie credit in Juno. You know, it's her name, right? Her full name, Eileen mm-hmm. something. I think is it's something yeah. like that. I don't know. But she but, just changed it. Or yeah, she just she just. Yeah, she just changed it, and then and then it's like, and then somebody references now, you know, uh, whatever her 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 guy name is, well, you know, it can't, it's just so hard to even talk about this because you don't you don't know what to say before somebody gets all I can't believe it. It's like no, at that point in time, you were a female. Your name was a female name. That's what you were, who you were. That's what I'm gonna refer to you as at that movie at that time. People can change their name legally. At this point, and legally, you can change your name. You cannot change your biology. It, you just can't. Well, like in YouTube and places like that, 
if you call somebody by their original name and they change your name, it's called dead shaming, and they will cancel your YouTube. Dead shaming? It's called no, no, dead shaming. Dead naming. Dead naming. Dead, dead naming. Yeah, sorry. Dead naming. Dead naming. And, and they will cancel your YouTube channel over it. Hmm. Yep. yep. Hate speech. Hate speech. Yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting. You know, Interesting. you know, and and, and and we had this talk too about the, about tech and all that, and how they uh, how there's a big push for them uh, wanting to become or, or the government wanting to make them utilities just because of how the size of how what they've gotten. So you know, the internet and all these social media platforms and stuff like that. Because if that's the case, well, then you, you know, um, is free speech even free anymore? You know. Like, can we even say what we want without being moderated? You can as long as you, well, no. I'm about to say you can as long as you're not monetized on it. And that's the biggest thing is they're controlling you being monetized by what you're saying. So that's kind of, we probably wouldn't be able to say what we say if we were being monetized. Yeah. For sure. They would they would have already canceled our, our YouTube. But you could still say you just wouldn't make money. Right. Yeah. You can always do whatever you want. You just there's always a but price that, to be paid, you know. But YouTube would cancel you. They would take yeah. you off of YouTube. Take yeah, YouTube's YouTube. different. Yeah. But then you could always put it up somewhere else. But YouTube's weird because it's like the num. There, there's nobody that's even close to YouTube right. in the like video playing on the internet world. I guess you could say what is it Vimeo? Yeah, uh-huh. maybe Vimeo. a second. But they're well, not even close. They're no, not the no. same league. Well, Spotify just moved into that. Yeah, moved in there when they brought Rogan over and they, yeah. they created the video side of it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't used the Spotify video stuff, it is beautiful because it automatically goes back and forth from MP3 to MP4, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how you turn your phone. Uh-huh. Um, so you know if you just want, if you don't you want the MP3 and it saves battery life, you just turn it up right, and, and mm-hmm. then if you want to watch the video, you turn uh-huh. it sideways. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, they, they they're it. living in the future over there in Spotify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very good. Yeah. All right. Amen. Up next, thriving <laughs> and surviving <Hey>, COVID nineteen. Find a way back by South of Royal. You know, I think there's, I think there's an encoded message in that. We just got off of our uh, our controversy, <laughs> or I mean, our conspiracy theories uh, episode. But I think, I think there's a message in that. Uh, that that <laughs> yeah, that's a cool noise. I yeah, like that. One. That that whole thing is that's probably sending out the aliens <laughs> saying, "Hey, trying well, to find our way back." Yeah, well, yeah, we're trying to find our way back. Hey, there's a message. Yeah, there's um, what was that? A uh, close encounters or whatever, whatever. Oh, whenever no. they were trying to play the the light, the light and the sound. And yeah, boop, 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 boop. dude. Yeah. I just watched I'm, this whole twenty minute doc the other day on flat, flat Earth. No, no, it was. 
it's uh, it was called, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was dude's name uh, just wanted to talk to aliens or something like that. And so it was like a 20-minute little mini-doc on this guy whose name I can't remember. And he was he had been like setting up all these computers and all this equipment to send out these super big radio waves. And he dedicated like basically his entire life. He lived with his grandparents <laughs> at this time in the dock. He's like in his fifties. Did something. he live in Florida? I don't think. No, he lived up in the mountains somewhere. And uh, he like he just sent off all these radio signals to in hopes that an alien would see it or hear it at some point. And then he had his own radio show. And so he would just play whatever records he liked and be like, yeah, this was da, 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 by so-and-so. We hope all you out there are loving it. And anyway, and he would just do this for – this was his entire life. They built a whole other house next to his grandparents' house because he kept getting so much equipment. So that was like the first 15 minutes – no, that was first like ten minutes of the doc, and then they just decided to be like, "Oh, by the way, this guy was really gay," and then they like bring in his gay lover, and they're like, "Yeah," and they were like just the weirdest dudes, and that but was they the said whole it doc. like that. He was really gay. Yeah, that was basically it. So they're just like, "Hey, here's this really weird dude who's trying to talk to aliens," and by the way, y'all, he was gay, and then that was the doc, and I so, was like, "What did I just watch?" So this was like. <laughs> <laughs> was, I was this so was mad like, at the end of Instead it. of Tiger King, this was like Alien King. Basically, he's like in his, yeah, he's in his grandparents' house just sending off radio signals to hopefully the aliens, which was kind of interesting at first, but he dedicated his entire life to it. Wow. For wow. absolutely nothing. Wow. What yeah. a waste of time. So yes. they had to end it with, by the way, he's gay, just so they could pretend like they had something to talk about. But that's not even anything. It was just the biggest waste of time. I don't know why I got on that. Don't that's watch it. Weird. I don't recommend it. He just wanted to say, by the way, he was gay. Yeah, just, really gay. Yeah, and they spent like the next 10 minutes, half of the documentary was, he's so gay. And here's his gay friend. And yeah, they both looked for aliens. Didn't okay, find before it. we get canceled from our pastor, <laughs> <laughs> that was the doc. A shout out to Mexico coming in. Hey, <laughs> Mexico, cómo estás? Como estas? And Hola. Uh, real quick, if you want to know what that instrument is called, let me give you the proper pronunciation. What instrument are we talking about? The I thought that was just some sixth synths. Yeah, it just sounded like an organ synth. Let me see. Theremin. Theremin. Oh, you theremin. think it was a theremin? theremin? You think so? Yeah, I think so. Big time. Theremin. Theremin, huh? Yeah. Sometimes I see what this looks like. We, we, Theremins are cool. Those are the things you wave your hands by. It. Yeah, you control it with your with your hands. It's it's really weird. It looks like um, looks like one of them old school TV antennas or something like theremin, that. The best oh, example wow. of a theremin is "Good Vibrations" by the Beach Boys. Ah, the, very good. Yeah, that's a theremin, an instrument you play by not touching it. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. you just like wave your hands around. See, so Tesla and Apple, uh, y'all thought y'all had a corner on the market. Theremin, homeboy. That sound is so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, iconic. Yeah. So it's that's been around for a it's while. It's so huh? iconic. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's super old. It's not that useful. That's why it's only in like <laughs> All right, four turn me, songs. Turn me up. Turn me up. <laughs> turn you up. There you go. Yeah, there you go. The theremin is an electronic musical instrument. It was invented in 1919 by a Russian physicist, Leon Theremin. Yeah, but you gotta see it, though, because... Besides its unusual appearance, the theremin is also unique in that it's played without being touched. Wow. The theremin typically consists of a box of two metal antennas 
which create an electromagnetic. That is crazy. Uh-huh. If you if you don't, the musician stands in front of the instrument, this, moves his hands in the proximity. This lady of the is like tennis, airplane, a, a, a violin slash. The capacitance of the antenna varies by the distance type looking the player thing. Nineteen fifties TV antenna looking thing. The yeah. upright antenna controls the pitch. When the right hand approaches the antenna, it's it <laughs> higher. When the hand moves away from it, the pitch gets lower again. Mm-hmm. Small rapid movements of the right hand can create vibrato. Alright, we don't want to bore you to yell death, but we are all in this thing. I think <laughs> somebody just fell asleep on the road. <laughs> watching We're all glued to the TV. We forgot about y'all. <laughs> Theremin, because Theremin. science. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. What is it, 1909? 1919. 1919. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never really caught on. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have things like synthesizers and yeah. violins. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that thing was that thing's a, that's that's in the future, bro. Yeah. That's what the Teslas are gonna have. You imagine <laughs> having like a guitar strap strapped on that <laughs> yeah. and running around stage. Isn't that funny though? All these instruments that they make specifically to sound like another instrument, but then they never do. But, it's really st- but there's and then they sound like something completely different kind of like, like the mellotron right uh-huh, right yeah. with uh with uh, the beatles whenever you hear it um uh, let me take you and yeah. i'm going that 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 organ ish mm-hmm. sound kind of thing so, but that's a mellotron mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's pretty much a, a, a it's the first tape loop machine yeah, those are no cool. true so the, makes me uh, hungry here's one more fun fact and we can leave this <laughs> subject not the, the there, man. Uh, one of the first like fuzz effect pedals was uh used on the rolling stones the satisfaction drink mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it no that thing it's like this fuzz tone so that was like one of the first times they ever had a distorted guitar tone recorded and they almost didn't put it out because they thought it was stupid but that effect was supposed to sound like a tuba or something some brass instrument that's that's like what it was marketed as they're like sound like a trumpet or whatever yeah it totally doesn't sound like a brass instrument (laughs) yeah not at all but it worked Interesting. I love all those uh, all those documentaries, all those uh, old recording techniques and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's real cool. What we need to have an episode on music. Yeah, we definitely do. We're gonna bring Salvador back for that one. He wanted to come back and do something besides conspiracies. We'll bring him back because <laughs> Salvador is one of those music geniuses too. Yeah. Uh, he would be good for that for sure. Anyway, so what are we gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about a little something. Something. Mm. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Thriving. A or surviving in times of COVID. That's right. Did you thrive or did you survive? I did a little bit of both. I survived it at first. Now I'm thriving at it. Dude, at I'm first, thriving. Doing nothing but thriving. At first, I didn't know where it was going. Um, people were being laid off, having to work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were dying. You know, um, at, at, at the beginning of this, people were dying and we didn't know. Um, so I was watching this. I watched the, the show called The Good Doctor. And it's about this uh, autistic doctor. And um, that really has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But uh, 
But it was basically their first episode back on the new season was them dealing with the COVID mm-hmm. and how they were dealing with it <laughs> and not really knowing what to do. You, uh-huh. said, you said the COVID. The COVID. That is the COVID, yeah. right? Isn't that wrong? Yeah, and people over the age of 40 call it the COVID. <laughs> they said so, the every COVID day. and the Walmart. Uh, the YouTube. COVID-19. What's the other? What's the, what's the, the other? Google. The Facebook. <laughs> no, what's the other word for Coronavirus. COVID? The coronavirus. So I was watching the... <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching I like street outlaws right street racing or whatever mm-hmm. so the the murder Nova he has his own you know YouTube channel or whatever and they were talking about Corona or whatever he goes man you remember when when COVID was a thing <laughs> <laughs> and this camera guy goes hey bro that's the same thing <laughs> He was like, yeah, remember that everybody was dying on that COVID thing. <laughs> Anyways, like people were dying and they, they would put them on these, you know, all the, the, the ventilators, the ventilators and, and making them uh, lay flat on their face and all that stuff. And they didn't know how to um, deal with it. They didn't know how to help people. And so people were just truly surviving at that point. Well, some of them wasn't. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, quite about it David this is funny stuff sorry sorry. laugh at pain that was very (laughs) insensitive of me that's not funny at all I'm sorry yeah it's more that white privilege but it was just funny the way I said it I was laughing at my inability to describe it hey woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, that's pretty insensitive too right Oh, uh, so I mean, it, it was tough at the, at the beginning of the year, right? And can you imagine? And twelve months later, and we're still dealing with this. They told us when the summer came, it was going to burn it off, and yeah. then the winter comes, it was going to, you know, freeze it out. For real, they were talking about like it was like some mosquitoes or something. <laughs> oh, you know, when it gets hot or when it gets cold. Yeah, it is like mosquitoes because yesterday was like forty degrees when I woke up and I was on my first job like at uh, you know six fifteen or something like that. I was getting bitten by mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. like way too late in the year for this. So yesterday we were out, we, we were taking a stroll. No, it's early right? in the year now. Early <laughs> in the year, yeah. We were taking a stroll and all of a sudden, just a swarm of mosquitoes, and it's like it's like these fat mosquitoes yes. too. Yeah. Like they're you know they're what are they, what do you call them? They're needles or straws? What do you, what do you call them? Uh, I don't know, they feel like little, like, they, they feel like I little metal. I think straw metal, is actually the right term. Metal needles. That's what they felt like. And they were just biting me. And they were just like, they were they were like horse flies. Yeah. They were so big. You know, you, you hear them land. You mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've never, I'm one of the lucky ones. Well, I don't know if I, I'm not, I don't think I'm lucky in this sense. I, mosquitoes don't bother me much. I mean, if there's a big swarm of mosquitoes, like, I'm going to get bit a few times, but I'm never going to get a bump from it, and I'm probably going to get bit less than See, I think I got people. I think I got sweet blood, and they could smell it, Man. but I don't know. But I also, I, <laughs> so. Your, your blood has more fat in it. <laughs> hey, for real, they're supposedly attracted to, like, certain blood types more than others. But I don't know that that's mine. That's really it's that's my really, cholesterol field blood. <laughs> that's really prejudiced on the part of the mosquitoes. Come on, I know guys. What they like man. You Come know. on, mosquitoes evolve. But growing up in my parents' house in Baytown, oh yeah, right on the bayou there. Yeah, tons of mosquitoes. So like like you can't walk in the backyard kind of because there's so many mosquitoes. And so I'm pretty sure I just built up a tolerance of it. 
of just getting bit for (laughs) way too much every summer for my whole childhood but like so if i'm with tara and she and there's some mosquitoes around they might give me and i'll just kind of brush off a couple and it's not that big a deal i'll be like oh there's some bugs out maybe she's all like covered covered, yeah and she'll have any little (laughs) bite she gets she'll have just bumps all over from so what are we talking about thriving talking about mosquitoes (laughs) (laughs) what is it with you and someone that's always winged hey flying's cool I I just I don't know how we got here. That's what I was trying to figure out. (laughs) You said the hot and cold is like mosquitoes or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I had to give you some facts about mosquitoes. (laughs) Yeah, one of the one of the things that I remember talking to talking to you, David, about in the beginning of the year when all this started taking place. You said something that that uh, that I've still been thinking about. Especially because of the way you see it play out with like uh, the, the the parents of our, of our students and stuff like that, and then if they're going through it, and I know everybody else in the world is going through it as well. But you brought up the point that now because so many people had to stay home, they had to learn how to live with each other all over again, right, man? Uh, and uh, you remember that? You remember oh yeah, that for sure, man. Because I was thinking about um, in my neighborhood. So in my area, it's it's. Um, People work at the plants and stuff a lot. So they have these schedules and they, you know, the plant workers work a lot of overtime because that's where they really make some good money. And what I noticed is all these guys were home, you know, and uh, and I would talk to my neighbor or whatever. And he'd be like, yeah, man, I had to get outside. You know, my wife's driving me crazy. You know, I, I, I normally just paid to have the bills paid and all this stuff. And I don't have to deal with this because I'm at work all the time. And it just started making me think like, man, people mm-hmm. are having to learn how to be married. Yeah. How to have a relationship and get along with one another. And the guys are having to take the kids to, you know, to the park and play with them and, and different things like that and play video games with them, which they never had to do before. So it opened up this whole new thing. And I think it'll be pretty interesting to see divorce rates and stuff through through this, you know? To I'm see pretty it. sure they've gone up, like, significant. Yeah. I Google yeah. it real quick. Yeah, well, I, I was watching, just on that kind of same uh, vein there, I was watching a, uh, a documentary on YouTube that was looking at the opioid pandemic because we're still dealing with that we've been dealing with that but how but how it got worse in covid and all these clinics and all these places that were devoted to help uh you know recovering addicts and those kind of things that they had to shut down and so many deaths uh are are now related to covid when they, they had nothing to do with covid but because of the effects of covid they had to shut down and a lot of these people that were getting help um they fell off the wagon they're back on it um yeah, even things like alcohol i don't know if you remember those news stories but especially in texas the 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 you could not find liquor at the stores. Not that I was going to go find liquor, but but he wh- said, trust me, there was a video of this jogger that he, you know, he, he always like this inspirational stuff or whatever. Why he was jogging, he would speak to the camera or whatever. And then one day that he was jogging, and then it was trash day, and he noticed like, you know 
trash lids were open and they had like all these beer cans and liquor. And so he started stopping and looking at all these trash cans. And it was just from one end of the street to the other end of the street was just like liquor bottles and Mm -hmm. beer. And then, you know, he said, you know, one day it would be like they're be drinking the cheap beer and then they must have got their stock up. So then they went back to what they liked. (laughs) That that stimulus check came through. (laughs) Big big Papa Trump came through. And yeah, here we go, James. So according to WebMD, divorce rates were let's see it says in spring rose by 34 percent um in april and july reported a 25 percent to 35 percent increase so yeah so basically they're up quite a bit yeah and, and what and then before covid i was seeing that divorce rates were actually um kind of going down uh, just because of the fact that people were living together longer mm-hmm. before they got married, so they was they were figuring it out before they tied the knot. That same article I was just looking at said it was uh, like divorce rates were up, but also um, I can't think of the right word. But people were also they were either getting divorced or they were like seeking out marriage counseling stuff, like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff was mm-hmm. up too. Right, and yeah. also I, there was a man I can't remember the name of it because it would be a, a really good. Um, It'd be really good to put out there. There was a, these, these online um, therapist type stuff where you can <clears throat> do uh, video chats and stuff like that for uh, mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I think that as Christians, we do a good job of going to the doctor for our physical health. We do a good job coming to church for our you know our spiritual health, but we do a terrible job going to like psychiatrists and different things like that for our mental health. Because um, there's there's a stigma about that, there it, especially within the Christian the Christian world. Because there's something that says that if you can't if you can't personally find help through it, even with your faith, that you're somehow less of a person. But there there are very real there are very real things that people deal with. Sometimes there might even be a chemical imbalance, right? right? A lot of like, times that's what it is. You think of our body, our bodies are chemical factories, yeah. you know, what we might experience, you know, there might be a release of one thing more so than the other. And then we, we wonder why we are the way that we are. And I think so many times, especially in the faith world, whenever somebody would bring up, I have this kind of problem, we would immediately jump to it's spiritual, it's demonic, it's this and that and whatever. And that's not always the case. You right. know, the things get, uh, uh, sensationalized and super spiritualized to where you know and i'm not saying that god can't heal anything of course he can but god has also given us doctors he's given us wisdom he's given us medication he's given us all these different things the he's given us the intellect to look into these things and 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 produce things out of the very things that he the, the creation that he's made to help us so we should use them right like the, what's that old joke where it's like the guy's gonna go fishing but he sees the weather says there's a storm coming he says, nah, it's okay, I got faith, God will keep me safe. And he goes out, uh, I can't remember what it is, he ends up like, the boat sinks, and then like, he caught the Coast Guard come, and is like, hey, get in here, get in the boat, and he's like, no, it's okay, God will save me. Helicopter come, yeah, no, no way, God's gonna save you. And he's like, God, oh, what happened? And he goes, what do you mean what happened? I sent you a weatherman, a boat, a helicopter, I, I yeah, did what yeah. I could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, common sense ain't too common. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what I've learned, but yeah, you know, and going back to what we were talking about, even before the pandemic, I remember whenever James was getting married, he was in the process, they were planning and all that, and I gave him some information that was given to me that at, when I was in that time as well that said, okay, now that she's your fiance, don't forget that she was your girlfriend first. Mm-hmm. You still have to date your fiance and you still have to date your wife. Mm-hmm. 
Because if you don't do that, then the problems will come. Yeah. You know, and 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 then it only gets that much uh, more difficult when kids enter the picture because you have a lot less time to do. You know, you, your time is split between everything else, yeah. and then you know, and all of that. So plus you have more stress. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot, a lot more on you, and 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 so like in, in with pandemic hitting and stuff like that, people have to learn how to date each other all over again. And some people, long ago, even though they were living in the same house together, they they already put it in their head that we're not anything anymore. You know, there's a lot of unhappy married people out there. Are um, speaking of thriving in in this time, are in uh, <clears throat> beginning of the year when we had our anniversary, nothing was open. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing was open. This is when everything was shut down. Yeah. The only thing that was open was takeout food. Yeah. Luby's. Luby's wasn't even open. That's when Luby's <laughs> was going God. out of business, right? <laughs> That's back when Luby's was going out of business. Uh, quarantine should have been just a little longer for Luby's. But Sandra and Conspiracy. I. Conspiracy. Quarantine even, was to shut down Luby's because even trash. the uh, Even the parks were closed. Remember that when yeah. they shut mm-hmm. the parks down? Uh, so Sandra and I, we went to uh, Wings Wingstop, ordered mm-hmm. some wings to go, and we went and parked. You know, yeah. just us two in the park and ate wings and happy anniversary. And we watched like a you know a sermon or something on YouTube. And uh, oh, y'all spiritual. I, well, I mean, just that just so happened. What we <laughs> flexing then we, his spiritual muscles, on us. and then we prayed. And, then we uh, prayed, and then because that, that's what I do oh, on a date. We, <laughs> Spirituals. Yeah, no, people had to learn how to uh, how to date like on a budget again. Like mm. when you're first dating and you're like you're young and you got no money and nowhere to go, but you're trying to have a good well, time but, still. But, like, but that's been like a super blessing to me, especially yeah. because I'm in between jobs, you know. Right. Yeah. And it really forced forced us and forced me to really look at how we spend money. Mm-hmm. And uh, not that we were crazy with it, but now it's like right now. It's like a working schedule of mm-hmm. of I know exactly what's going to be spent yeah. and where it's going and how much we have at the end of the month and how much we don't and what we can put in savings and all that. So it COVID really helped identify, you know, uh, what is needed and what is not needed. Right. Which was it's been nothing but beneficial for us now. My dad has cancer, so he can't really go anywhere. You know, yeah. he hasn't. He, he came to church when my 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 granddaughter got. Uh, um, dedicated and he was in and out like came in for that and mm-hmm. left for that and you know he can't he can't go anywhere um so we have like you know one couple of weeks ago we had a little fire in the backyard and we had you know hot cocoa and we did s'mores and stuff like that just to get him out of the house and just creative stuff like that just to keep everybody busy and the streaming <clears throat> the streaming services now where you can get the new movies and stuff mm-hmm. um we're, we're blessed enough to have a theater room in our house you know and and, and we go up there and we'll watch movies and, and different things like that just got to get creative and um Try to make it through these these times. Yeah, it's bad. The new movies are trash. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. I, 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 bad. Is I it see, really? I think not good. What is the new Croods? Croods. Yes, there's a, there's, Croods? A, there's a new Croods. I haven't seen it. But I've yes. seen it. It was pretty good. I yeah. didn't see the first one, but you're, uh, you're the second person that that has said that that. Is that the one about the caveman family? Yeah. Yes. The first one was good. I haven't seen the second one. Uh, we just watched the the second one the other day. So my uh, who was it? Somebody was at my house. Oh, my, my son had some friends over from, from school during the holidays and stuff. And Noel, he felt left out because they kicked him out of the theater room. So mm, we typical. Yeah. Right there. Uh, so we rented the crews downstairs and Sandra and I and uh, Noah, we watched That's it. That's so DreamWorks, right? Good. DreamWorks does that one? 
Um, I don't think it's Disney. So yeah, no, it's not Disney because we couldn't find it on Disney Plus. But yeah, so thing is Amazon. It, we got it off of Amazon. But is it DreamWorks? Don't know. I feel like it's a dream. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks usually does good. I know Mulan is on the other side of the paywall now, so they already took that down. I haven't seen it. My wife refuses to see it because there's no Mushu in it. Yeah, uh, that's stupid. So I, I want to watch it, but, you know, I, I don't... Yeah, produced by DreamWorks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. DreamWorks yeah. is usually pretty well, good. Well, you know, kind of on the lighter side of this whole thriving or surviving thing, man, I, I, right when everything kicked off and things were shutting down, toilet paper. Yeah. Oh, I'm, paper. I'm still mad about it. That was the dumbest thing ever, right? People were dying because of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the guys here at, at church, your cousin, was telling us that up up in the part where it's his family lives, that somebody went and robbed the Dollar General 18-wheeler truck. <laughs> For the toilet paper? Full of toilet paper. Oh, that's crazy. There was a, a YouTube I watched, uh, Demolition Ranch or Off the Ranch, and he's got several different stations. Uh, and <clears throat> he owns a, a few businesses, so he buys, you know, Perishable, not perishable, but like those good uh, toilet paper and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff by the truckloads, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he built this like king's chair out of the toilet paper. <laughs> Everybody was <laughs> looking for wrong. toilet paper. And he was just like, he had one of his workers walk by and he was just like, hey, Here how much go. do I pay you? He goes, two rolls an hour, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he tosses up, you got a raise. Now you get paid three rolls an hour. <laughs> so it was funny. Man. You know, and then that was that was really like I I don't think I think we we did kind of touch on it when a, a few episodes back whenever we were talking about the toilet paper how you got like this industrial size roll yeah or hey, that was a blessing man I uh, <laughs> you stole that from like the McDonald's or something <laughs> no dude I was so we were we were on the last row like halfway through it and I went to the store and I said like, hey we got to find some toilet so I I went to like three different stores looking for toilet paper couldn't find it anywhere and I was like man we're we're done and I like was about to but I was like we'll have some toilet paper so we'll figure it out one way or another. I was not worried about it, but I knew we were also like we were out, and uh, and so I was about to text Tara because she was at work while I was like driving around trying to find toilet paper and stuff. And I uh, I was I so I started to text me like, hey, I uh, we're out of toilet paper, so if you need to go, you might want to go before you leave work or something. <laughs> like like I start, I was about to send this text, and uh, but I I stopped at a light and I was about to like type it up, and I looked to the side and there was like the just the most random gas station and i could see like in the back of it there was like a few stacks of like the industrial toilet paper that would like the crappy ones that would be that would be uh, in in gas you know the really big ones yeah. and all and i saw them stacked up in the back there like through the window and i said like, oh hold up and so i like put my phone back down light turned green i pulled in there and they had enough for like 3.99 so i had plenty of toilet paper wow. so how long that big giant roll last that lasts us to cut like at least a week or two Wow. At least a couple. I mean, it was pretty good size. Yeah. yeah so I got. A, I was like, my, so my whole thing on the toilet paper was every time I sat down to use the restroom, I would like search the internet for toilet paper. <laughs> That's what my thing was. And yeah. then, I mean, we, we we had to go to like uh, you know, adult flush wipes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, we I ordered a case of those. I found them on Amazon. I was just like, okay, send those to us. And mm-hmm. um, so adult flush wipes. <laughs> <laughs> what were what were some other items that were uh, stuff that you can, still can't get very often? Like, like, the, like the cleaning stuff, the cleaning like the, stuff, the Lysol wipes and stuff, the wipes stuff. You can get bleach and stuff now, but it's the yeah. wipes that you can't get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, probably the, all that's going to the hospitals and stuff. But I don't believe that. 
I was surprised at how many of these like uh, uh what is it like distilleries and stuff like that they they stopped making their alcohol and then they they were or they devoted a new production line to hand sanitizer and all that. Well, the company yeah, I used I to work for did all lubricants, mm-hmm. and of course a lot of that you know dried up because people wasn't traveling. Lubricants dried up. Yeah, <laughs> we got we are on we're the ball. on it. Uh, so they shut a couple of their lines down and they started doing. Uh, <laughs> we're on a roll today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh they they started doing hand sanitizer until they so the way that when you do some bottling and stuff you have tanks of you know whatever you're bottling and then during the production run you can run a tank out you know and you have to switch over to another tank well they switched over to the wrong tank and they mixed oil <laughs> <laughs> And sanitizer, they had this like brown hand sanitizer. Mama, uh, the sanitizer smell funny. Uh, so they lost that contract. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my buddy, I still talked to that's over there. They said they told him just put it out by the back gate. You know, people will take it home or whatever. <laughs> Nobody took it home. Nah, that's a fire hazard. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, but there's all kinds of stuff like that that you know we everyday life was just interrupted yeah yeah one of the one of the uh, walmart runs the walmart for the 40 plus crowd <laughs> for all my people out there <laughs> uh, it was it was like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. zombie apocalypse yep. style like there was nothing on the shelf oh you know that's not true the only thing that was left on the shelf was the uh all the organic stuff like like uh but like the soy products and the, the meatless <laughs> products and all that uh-huh. you know they were flowing in abundance nobody touched them <laughs> which lets me know even in a global pandemic nobody wants to eat that nobody wants to eat that <laughs> That's Nobody funny. wants to eat that, but yeah, you know, and, and I think for for us while we were home, um, I started noticing a lot of the activities that my neighbors do. Yeah, I don't know about you, but yeah, and we started like defining our neighbors by what they do. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I don't know, the drug dealers. Are, I don't know, the drug dealers, <laughs> but you know, it's like they always got something running out of their garage, uh-huh. and there's always people there at all hours of the night. And uh, it's just sketchy. It's real sketchy. And so it's like, yeah, you know, the drug dealer house. Probably you know, is. I, or, or the, you know, there was a, there's another house. Uh, uh, you didn't go over there looking for some Some deals? No. <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. Do you have it? You got the hookup, man? You got the hookup, Seems man. Seems like you're a guy that's got stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like Caddy cornered us. There's a, there's a guy. I'm assuming he's retired already because he's, he's just always. He was the, all, always there even before the pandemic. Or a drug dealer, or a drug dealer, but, but <laughs> old, older gentleman. He only it, seemingly he only owns one shirt, right? Oh, he's that mean. guy. He's, he's that, that guy. guy that has the yeah. same shirts, like five, five yeah, of yeah. the same shirts. Care. It's a black tank top. And, and like swim shorts, but there's not a pool, and <laughs> you, you know, you know what I mean, it's, right? And it's like he must be retired, or he just gave up. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of on the other side of that, you know, all the shortages on the thriving side. I mean, there's been companies that came out, you know, now are doing face masks, and you see uh, a lot of people on the side of the road that you know made a bunch of face masks and now they're selling them and churches streaming galore. Yeah. Yeah. The streaming services and stuff like that, that really, really hit off. Um, and some of the stuff's not going away, you know, uh, I think about our streaming, uh, 
we really put some money into it. We had a guy here at the church that really invested into our, our streaming and stuff like that. And we do a pretty good job. We can do better. Um, but I've had a lot of people come to us and say, how do y'all do it? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, we do it on the budget and here's how you can do it. I think for what we have and the budget that we have behind it, I think it's great. But you know, it, the, it definitely jumped up a lot though, whenever the pandemic started, cause we were yeah. streaming before, but it was, if you go back and look at it, it was like way, way less. Well, right before the now. pandemic is when, uh, our, the guy that really invested in our, um, in our streaming, he put some more money into it, right? Mm-hmm. So it really upped the level. And he's the one that he hasn't been back to church. He got COVID and yeah. uh, he hadn't been back to church. So he's been really living off of our yeah. live streaming. So I think that was pretty cool how yeah. God kind of set that up for him. And yeah. He's like, okay, you invested in it. Now we're going to allow you to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. um, and I talked to him and he was just like, man, I just really appreciate you guys and doing all that stuff. So one of those streaming, yeah, all those, all those streaming sites and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that has, uh, personally that, that has been, that has been, uh, I mentioned earlier, I'm kind of an audiophile type, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever I go and I look at other churches, uh, streams and, and, and with the stuff that they're producing and even our own stuff sometimes just because I, 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 I listen to it just like you, y'all listen to it on multiple levels on, uh, on whether just somebody sitting down on the couch absorbing content because the content's needed or somebody that's looking at it like a, like a, you know, visual art director right. or a musician or and all that. So for me, I, I have to look at things in different levels, you know? So, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of good content that's out there and there's just a lot of in process. You know, my cousin, he, in process. my cousin, he's a uh, pastor in Nebraska and he doesn't Sorry even, to hear that. He doesn't even live in the town that he, uh, he the town that he pastors is so small they didn't even have like a house for him to live in because Damn. all those houses are taken up by the people that have always lived there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a generational family houses type deal. So, I mean, I think there's probably less than a thousand people in the town, you know, so just the most of it's corn and different things like that. Um, so technology is not a huge thing there. Um, and so they're, you know, they did their best and they're there with the iPhone. You know, um, doing their services and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but you have that. You have you know all the way down, all the way down to an Android, <laughs> right? <laughs> that deserves a gas. <laughs> uh, of people uh, trying to, to survive in, in this time. So. Yeah, and how, let me ask y'all a question: in y'all's social circles, and you know, any intersecting circles that y'all have as well, um, how do you think um, you know people's faith? I know it's a personal thing for everybody, but uh, how do you think people's faith has done in the time of COVID? Have they survived or they thrived? Um, I think I think there's not a whole lot of people in the middle. Yeah, it kind of pushes you one way or the other, it seems like. Right. I think you have a lot of people that, uh, how do I say this, to be nice. Just say it. You don't have to be nice. There's, there's a lot of people that are very needy. Mm-hmm needy Christians they have to have the program they have to have the the pastor to pat them on the back and mm-hmm. say good job and you're needed here and you, they have to have a role that people can see them working out and all those things and when that goes away so does their faith mm-hmm. right and then then you have the the other ones that no matter what happens they're always going to 
get it done. They're going to get it done. They're going to yeah. thrive. They're going to work it through. They're going to get back to church as soon as possible. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to brag on my wife when she was at home, you know, she was at home with the family. Most of everybody here had COVID, you know, it was like mm-hmm. me and James and one worship leader. And I yeah, think that was, you know, maybe a couple more. I think you were one of them too, Caesar. Rough mm-hmm. Sundays. Yeah, we had some rough Sundays and we were here trying to hold a whole service with a, you know, a half a dozen <laughs> people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Skeleton crew. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, she was holding it down at home and she was making my parents would come down from their, their, their place and they would stand up near worship service and they would worship just like they were here. And she made the kids, you know, get up off the couch. So there's those, you know, Uh, and it's just not because she's a pastor's wife or anything like that. But it's just she has that that type of faith that no matter where church is, she's going to have church. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Uh, so but I don't think there's a whole lot of people in between. They normally fall off one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, it kind of, it pushed you even further to wherever you were leaning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, this was right before, when, when did everything really shut down? Was that in March? I think it was March. March, yeah, because March, that's when my anniversary was. Yeah, that's yeah. when we couldn't do anything. So, it was like right before that hit, I remember just having this, just, conviction over me i needed to go to best buy not to the geek squad but, <laughs> but i needed to go to best buy i needed to get me a uh, a video capture card and you do i needed to go get some stuff because uh i knew we weren't going to be able to have church uh, uh in person and i i just i i really felt god just tell me like you got to go do this and get all this equipment now because mm-hmm you might not have a youth group to come back to. Yeah. So, you know, we really utilized uh, those services. And, and, you know, James helped out in some of the production and some of the audio stuff that we did for the for the worship in the beginning. That came out great. I still go back and look at some of that. That was fun. That was, it was produced so well, you know, and we did that. You know, if I had to put a number on it, we probably had a full working system with like an under two grand and a lot of stuff was already personally owned you know right but under two grand we were able to to really just we thrived i believe as a ministry yeah y'all did a lot of cool stuff yeah yeah and and i i i want to say that it's it's that not one of our students i think didn't feel um looked over we made an effort is what i'm trying to say we absolutely made an effort we made it accessible and uh Man, that was really fun. So whenever we were starting to come back to church and be able to have in-person services and stuff like that, you know, I, I really saw the hand of God all over the ministry because he He was protecting it. He was protecting it. And just like you said, those that were invested in the group and, 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 and having that group mind and being together, they got even more together. And those that were just kind of like, we're here just because our parents are pushing us, well, then they drifted off and they're right. doing their own things. But... um I I, I want to say we were, we thrived. Yeah, yeah. I, you know that that was the other thing. It was not only was the you know consumables, toilet paper, and, and those type of things. They flew off the shelf. The streaming stuff flew off the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, we were looking for the the FM transmitter because everybody mm-hmm. was going to the church. Yeah, you know the drive in church or whatever, and we couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, we think we found one, but it was used, right? Like, yeah, used, but we couldn't get it to like forever. And yeah, it was just a it was a mess. So those industries and the industry like that I am, you know, owning a pool company, we our best year ever. You know, I mean, we crushed last year because our season started early. Everybody was home. 
Um, so people in that type of industry, we really, really did well. Um, so we thrived, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think it's cool to see uh, certain people thrive like that. I think listening to James's, you know, his year, he was in the industry that he should have failed. Yeah. Like he should, he mm-hmm. should have just barely made it. And mm-hmm. here this kid is going out and buying houses yeah, and, and, you know, doing, a guy, man. doing a lot of cool <laughs> things. And, uh, he, he's, he's the one of them that, that could have been like blaming the, the government or why he didn't get all, all the help that he needed and all these different things. And God just blessed him. And it's one of those things like why, you know, and, and, this goes two ways. You can tell me, well, you know, I'm, I'm just as devoted and dedicated as James is, and I didn't get those things. And that happens. But the majority of the time when you, when people don't know on the back end, like James is here for both services every single Sunday. Oh, yeah. His wife is in the early service doing her thing, um, and they're dedicated. He's bouncing over. You know, he's playing the drums sometimes, and then y'all don't see him because he's running around the backside, running mm-hmm. up the stairs and helping with the sound because sometimes it's hard to pull off what we pull off, and, and mm-hmm. he's one of those critical pieces in our church. Big and, time. And God blessed him over this year. And I pay my tithes. And he pay his tithes. <laughs> I know that sometimes he's like, hey, man, turn this in for me, you know, because he don't even have time sometimes yeah, to run down the stairs. To get to the offering To get bucket. to the offering bucket, you know. So yeah, that's I, ridiculous. I, I go down and turn his tithe and, and different things like that. So it's cool to see um, young men especially, but uh, men like James that, that, that are dedicated to yeah. what God has to do in their life. And, and on that note, on that note right there, it, I, I heard something a while back ago that I think it's, we need to preach it more because, you know, we've all heard about prosperity preachers and prosperity messages and prosperity churches that just want to talk about prosperity, 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 all that. And we see that God never promised prosperity. Okay. What he did promise was provision. And those two are confused. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, the, the, those two words get put as, as uh, synonyms of each other. They're not. Right? When God said that he will provide, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to prosper, but you will be provided for. So in, in a sense, it is a, you will prosper compared to somebody else that's not. Right? Comparatively, it is a prospering, but it is a provision. God made a provision even whenever there's nothing. Look at the children of Israel, right? Or the children of Israel whenever they're coming out of Egypt. Right. They were provided for. And on the on the back end of, of what you said about James, it's absolutely true. But somebody that's like, like you said, you know, you, you said somebody's as devoted as this, as that, and you put in the time, put in the effort. On, from my circumstances, the way that I look at it is like, well, well, God, how come... And I've had this conversation with myself. God, how come I'm not prospering as far as, you know, material wealth is what I'm talking about specifically in this one. And it's like, but wait a minute. You never promised that. You promised that you will provide and not at one, not, I, I cannot go back to one second in my life, especially during COVID, and not see the hand of God right. and not see his provision. I'm I'm flowing in provision right. right now you know you know it's 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 really the opposite because he says it's harder for a rich man to get in heaven mm-hmm. than it is to go through the, the eye of a needle mm-hmm. so they're two different things yeah. mm-hmm. you know they're definitely two different things. that doesn't mean that rich man can't get to heaven and because the bible says if you work you'll eat you know yeah uh so um all that's all that goes together you it's not one of those things that these are all separate like if you work you'll eat 
God will provide. Mm-hmm. And if you work hard enough, you can get some money out there too, you know? Uh, so it's just, you can't just hold a lot of these scriptures on their own. With that stuff, I always think of like, uh, I think of Paul when he's listing, I can't remember which book it is. I think it's one of the Corinthians when he's talking about like all the stuff he's like endured and stuff. Yeah. And he's talking about like, you know, I was shipwrecked this many times. I was all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, those aren't like glamorous, prosperous things, but right. he was taken care of. Throughout right. the whole time, right. yeah. he learned. Then, he learned to be content in whatever yeah. state he found himself in. Yeah, and yeah. then with like the you work, you eat thing, I always think about the uh, the uh, the one about the talents and all. Right. You know. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of proverbs where it's talking about like the one who has like will be given even more. Right. And yeah, all that's. Well, I think I think proverbs is awesome because you get some of these non-Christian people. They take proverbs and they like rearrange it. And then they call it, you know, this, you know, uh, whatever, this, I don't know what you call it, uh, what do you call it, motivation Yeah, types. motivational speaking. Motivation. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's the Bible, yeah, that's you can't it. take credit for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on that, so, you know, we've been talking about Carl Lentz for a while, right? I mean, this is not really talking about Carl Lentz, but this is what he was involved in. There was a... a Apparently it's false, but it came out and it became a thing. But Justin Bieber, which was noted to go into Carl Lentz's church, apparently this rumor came out that Justin Bieber said that he wanted to become the next pastor of, Hills, of, of Hillsong Church there. And, uh, and it was like a little news story or something like that. And Joe Houston, which is, uh, he was actually one of the founding members there at that church. And he's the son of the global pastor for Hillsong, Brian Houston. Um, he like retweeted it or he took a screenshot and he went nope <laughs> and, 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 then, and then it got back to Justin Bieber right and then he had to respond to it and say this is this is false I never wanted to be oh, you know so I, I have no call on my life to be you know in ministry and to uh, do that and whatever I just thought that was so funny so that funny. is funny so did I catch what you said right that the son of the founder of, of Hillsong was Involved in the not involved in the in, mishaps or whatever, but no, in, in, in the, the building of the church, yeah, him and his family. Was he still um, a part of it? He would travel a lot because he's with he's with Hillsong United. Oh, okay, so he he's the uh, he's the. He's the one that looks like uh, like a uh, long Mi- hair now Mi- Michael, Michelangelo's version of Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that, that he's the one that's that's that real nice guy. Yeah, he's got, he, he let that beard go, huh? Yeah, Didn't yeah, he? yeah, he's real rough. Speaking yeah. of that, in COVID, hair. like a lot of people have grown out, you know, their hair and and facial hair and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I so. cut all mine right before COVID. I could have let it. I could have kept it, man. Yeah, that's yeah. been well, interesting too. You would have pretty pretty woolly. I know. My dad in the best way. <laughs> my dad let his hair grow, and uh, he had back surgery during COVID, and uh, so not only did he let his hair grow, but he had uh, there's some real sensitive uh, place in his back where he had his back surgery, so he can't wear like pants that like go around his waist because that's where he so he went to overalls and so now this dude looks like he just came out of the mountain somewhere oh, yeah. and uh and he is so comfortable i mean i mean he is like pulling this thing off and this is i mean and his 
prior life, this is who he was. What's that, <laughs> uh, that swamp people where they go, they hunt the alligators? Oh, yeah. And there's that one dude that always just has the overalls with no shirt. And he's like a big dude <laughs> with the, uh, the long hair and the mustache. Uh-huh. Always has that like American flag bandana. Oh, yeah. That's how I picture your uncle uh, right my, there. My, my, my <laughs> wife and I were talking about uh, just the, the new dress apparel the other. We were out and about this, week, this last weekend, um, which was really crazy because everywhere is packed out. Like everywhere. Uh, we were trying to go to the museum. That didn't happen. It's too many people. But um, but we uh, we were just looking. And I made the comment. I'm like, when did when did yoga pants become the acceptable outerwear for everybody? Yeah, that's what I tell my that? wife. I tell my wife all the time. Those are not pants. Yeah. If you want to wear those at the house, that's fine. But those are not pants. Well, they're here to stay, right? And that's well, what she it- ain't wearing them out. <laughs> A woman. <laughs> well, some wear them like uh, as like legging, like underneath. Yeah, or, or they wear the really long shirts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah that's yeah. cool, and I understand yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. you ain't showing your booty like that. No, no, because no. that leaves nothing to the imagination no, anymore. You, you might as well not even be wearing clothes. Might as well. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> not my wife. Woo. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's funny. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it's like when is that did a Nelly it, song? <laughs> take off is he preaching now too? Because I know I know Mace came uh, Mace back. Mace is back. Mace is back. Maybe Nelly will jump on the train too. But uh, but no, like you know, and 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 we're just just anywhere you go, that's what you see. And I was just thinking about um, a couple years ago, we went to Hawaii, right? And we went on a on a coffee and chocolate tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those excursions that you're able to go to. So we went to we, we went to a, 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 is that a Hawaiian thing? Chocolate think, and coffee. I think it's a hipster thing. No, no, no it, it's 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 a, it's a plantation that have very famous coffee and chocolate that comes yeah. from there because they have like the perfect climate to to the make soil, yeah, with all the volcano, to, whatever, volcano yeah, rock, all of that whatever. stuff. It's so a big they, deal, Kona coffee. Oh stuff, yeah, that's a big oh, deal, yeah, big time, mm-hmm. big time. That stuff is like fifty bucks a pound. Yeah, let me tell you some more random facts that I only. <laughs> I mean, that's know why I've about. never heard of it. <laughs> Anything <laughs> that's fifty bucks a pound, I'm out. No, it's, it's, no, it's wow. We we went to uh, we went to uh, the place that has won, literally has won the world's best cup of coffee. Ooh, yeah, so like it, an elf. I, not, not like you know, you did it. No, no. This place literally has won the world's best cup of coffee. We went on a tour Who there. Votes on that. I, I, I don't know. Aliens, <laughs> a, aliens playing theremins. <laughs> but yeah, we Beach Boys. See, conspiracy theory. It's all coming together, right? So anyway, I'm so lost. It, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry, I'm talking about the coffee right He's now. He's talking about Kona coffee. I'm talking about Kona Coffee. And chocolate. We went to this place. It's fifty bucks a pound, and they have a hundred pound sacks there, right in their in their in their room in their inventory room that they ship out all over the world and stuff like that. Math. Fifty bucks a pound, a hundred pounds, five five thousand five thousand dollars a sack. Man, yeah. So they and they had them piled high. It sounds like cocaine. Yeah, I just, yeah. I've been watching all these incorporated shows and stuff. I, I got all into the way you said uh, fifty bucks a pound too much for me. I started to be like, you're not in the drug game. No, but it's shows. crazy. And I think I asked the person the question is like, how much money do I have in there? Like, in, do you keep an inventory in this stuff? Because they can't keep it for more than like three months before you know the freshness and all. Hundred grand or so? No, or it was like it was like one. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So and, I guess... Wait, 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 let, me, let me finish this thought. Let me finish this thought about the yoga pants because it, 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 all, it all connects. So anyway, this guy... Coffee and yoga. Coffee and yoga pants. And that's what this episode should have been called. Yoga pants and coffee. <laughs> but this guy said that he was from over here in the mainland because everybody's mainlanders over here, right? Uh-huh. But he was from over here somewhere. He did business. Uh, he was in business over here for a long time. Then he moved to Hawaii to start that business. And he said that over there, he said... I haven't worn pants in 25 years. <laughs> hey, I get it. Man. I get it, man. And, and they they do like this professional business uh-huh. everywhere yeah. in Hawaiian shirts and shorts and yeah. sandals. And nobody cares. Like, who cares? And I'm and then I, I told my wife, I was like, so is that going to be the new normal over here? People are going to be going to business meetings in yoga pants. It is. It, it is. I mean, <laughs> to a certain extent, I hope. So, so. you see, I think <laughs> the whole business apparel thing is so stupid and such a joke. Like, if you want to wear a suit, cool, but like. To judge somebody because they don't want to wear a tie or something? Like, what is even a tie? Who invented a tie? You know what's one of the dumbest things ever? Tell is us. ties. What is that? A little, a little, a little Piece cloth around your neck and you think it looks better? It looks stupid. <laughs> and they're harder to breathe in. Everything about them is bad. They don't bring anything to the table except for negative things. <laughs> what, what, what negative things? Is uncomfortable, harder to breathe, it's hotter, you look stupider, it gets in stuff. If I, I wear a tie at work, because I got to wear a tie, because apparently it looks better, but it doesn't look better. You look like a chump. Anytime I lean across the table, I got to make sure it doesn't dip in the green sauce. Ties are the worst. Ties are stupid, and we need to stop wearing. You know, if ties were in my guac, I'd have a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, what was that movie? What was that no animated sad. movie where it says uh, where they were like superheroes and they're like, no, we don't wear capes anymore? Was that The Incredibles? Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's ties. It's not good for anything. So I wonder what the, the history on ties is. I don't know. Some idiot decided to wear a tie. I'm pretty sure that you can be tied back into racism or something. I don't know. I am. Um, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, was, so let's get back to the yoga pants. <laughs> hey, woman. Uh, yes, I think you, a lot of things like that have changed here, and in in, in, because you're you sit around in your um, your PJs all your day, PJs working, all day, remotely working from home. And I can remember when uh, we was we got a little creative one Sunday, and we kind of I think James, you were, you was uh, talked about you know during COVID and during that message oh, yeah. and all that. Uh, Sandra was talking, and we were supposed to do this couples thing, and she actually blew me out of the water because her stuff was so good. But she was talking about. <laughs> Talking to the people about get up, get dressed every single day. Don't stay in your PJs, you know. Um, you got to have that mindset of getting up and moving and going outside and, and starting your day and those type of things. So, yeah, but a lot of those you'll see like, OK, uh, what's the not garden? I'm trying to say garden rich. Uh, Olive Garden. When I was a kid. I know. Ha ha ha. Are you? Are blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Olive Garden was one of those places that you dressed up to go to. Yeah, not anymore. Man. Not no. I mean, now you go in there with some shorts. You know, mm-hmm. so the, the the longer the time is gone, you know, and you go to places like Google or a lot of these other places, people are not wearing ties. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in there riding around on hoverboards and shorts and yeah, different things like that. It's useful. Um, so I think people are getting more lax, and they're 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 realizing that. You know, a lot of those things are not important. And, and that's because... But, go ahead. No, that's because the good old boys are dying off now. Yeah. All, yeah, all the baby boomers and all those are gone and that they really held that. But they, there was a study on dress codes in school 
And I don't know, and I would like to see the study a little bit more in depth, but they, the ones that had the stricter dress codes had higher scores. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see that compared to like, okay, are these higher scores in more influential neighborhoods yeah. type thing, or is it, you know, di- different things like that. So well, there's, I thought that there's, was pretty interesting. The, the, but there's there's a method to the madness, and whenever you're looking at something like uniformity, it it it, it it doesn't it's not a good breeding ground for for individualism absolutely not but if you're trying to accomplish uh, a, a corporate goal then you need to have a certain standard that the people are all going to rally behind now you know that could be different things not not just dress attire and stuff like that but it does present a certain united front but like somebody said you know uh, we've been called to unity that does not mean uniformity so in the church that's a whole nother conversation but uh but you know i i i I can see pros and cons but yeah i'm not a big fan of ties growing up I, i i always i always thought i wanted to uh you know i wanted to be a business professional and i wanted to wear ties to work and all that stuff and then whenever i had the opportunity to get into the business world that way it's like yeah i'd 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 rather not i you know i would get criticized for going to work looking like a hobo yeah i'm i'm cool with the polo and a pair of jeans I mean, that's where I want to dress up at. You know, if I got to put. You're a, always wearing polos. Polo. You're a polo guy. I'm. I'm a very uh, go to the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, I could eat the same thing every single day as long as it's not a fast food. I can eat the same thing over. That's and a over characteristic every day. of someone that was born in the same time as the theremin. Nineteen nineteen. I can see myself going to the same, you know, five white shirts every single day. I mean, that's not far. Well, it's off. like my neighbor. He's, yeah, he's only got one shirt. I'm, I'm serious. Sandra actually got on to me not too long ago. She was just like, you need to switch it up. You're going to this, you know, when I come to church, most of the time I got to eat on church polo on, you uh-huh. know? So, I mean, just, I kind of go. Were you ever the kid that tucked in your t-shirt? No. <laughs> that was the dress code at our school. No. Yeah. Really? My, yeah. In the elementary and junior high, you had a tuck shirt. Tucking a tucked t-shirt? In. You could wear whatever you wanted, but you had to have your shirt tucked in. You get beat up in the school war. I went to. I mean, I went to North Shore, so it was pretty rough back in the day. It's uh, probably still rough now. I mean, I didn't tuck it in, well, it's <laughs> but funny. that was the dress code. It's <laughs> funny because uh, when I was in high school, the neighborhood was really rough, you know? And my mom, when we graduated and we all started having babies and moving off or whatever growing up, my mom was just like, yes, yeah, since you and your friends have kind of moved up and moved on. Things have gotten nicer. The, na- the neighborhood's a whole lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But but, th- <laughs> so thriving in COVID, I think there's been a lot of things that has happened. You know, I, I think that companies have realized that there was a lot of fat, mm-hmm. you know. so They was, trim it up. They trimmed it up. I think they've realized that. You don't need the large buildings and large conference rooms and different things like that. So I think that you'll start seeing um, when, you know, things start opening up back to full speed again, that you won't see a lot of these um, big, giant corporate buildings like in in New York and stuff like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, Those will be power moves more than uh, just having everybody in the same room. So to kind of wrap up this segment, you know, what... What's coming back? What's not coming back? What do you think? I think office buildings are not coming back. Uh, I think you'll have you'll have rental spaces like to bring if you want to get your company together. They'll have offices where they're shared and not just owned by one. I think right. they'll come back, but they'll just be a lot smaller. So like only like the head head guys, right. and then maybe like another office or two. 
Is that you could have people come in and have meetings. Right. You know, a, lot, a lot of companies right now are 100,000 square feet. Yeah. You know, no, that, I don't think that's... They're going to go down to like 5,000, 10,000 yeah, square yeah. feet yeah. where your executives that need to communicate one-on-one basis uh, be there. Um, I think that... Um, let's see what else. I mean, yeah, what con- else? Concerts. What do you think about those? They're coming back. I think pretty much everything's coming back. Some things look a little different, like the office spaces, but... People are going to get together. Speaking of it's speaking not. of uh, concerts, did you see the uh, Apple drop in New York? I was asleep. Okay, so I didn't see it at like, the time. You but mean like the ball drop thing? Yeah. New so they had these blow-ups, almost like, um, you know, the things you bounce in. But bounce they, house? Yeah, but they were like, you know, around, and you had your little group in there, and then there was oh, this, like, 10 feet stuff. over was another one, and you had to mm-hmm. stay in your little blow-up area. Yeah, I think for a while it's still going to be stuff like that. Like, I went into a comedy show at White Oak uh, Music Hall, like, a month or so ago, and it was like that you had to buy, they had they call them squares, and so it was a square, could hold, like, six people, so you had to be in your square like so, you had to you couldn't buy a ticket to the show. You had to buy a square to the show, and the squares would be like a few hundred bucks. But if you divide it up by six people, then it was like forty dollar tickets or something like right. that. So you could uh, you could have your mask off when you're in your square. Like it was like you know like that kind of. Thing. I think that kind of stuff will go on for a while. But people talking about like forever. This is the new normal forever. Like no, there's no way people aren't going to put up with this stuff already. Like people in at least in like in Texas area, like where we're at right now, they're barely putting up with like mask and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. It's right. not going on like forever. People are just a little too dramatic. Like but, you know, it'll go on for a little while. For like sure. right uh, this Saturday, we're going to a birthday party at the movie theater. You can rent the whole movie theater out for a hundred bucks for twenty yeah. people. Nice, you know. Yeah, and so then, I think stuff will be like that for a while still, but eventually it'll go back. Yeah, and and a lot of those places like uh, comedy shows, concerts, mm-hmm. um, you know, movies. I think those things will come back, but I also think that technology is going to help us out where there could be like instant testing like one test or a saliva mm-hmm. type test where you can test and then get in test and then get yeah, in they're doing that in austin right now with uh what is that the the joe rogan and dave Chappelle shows that they've right. been doing yeah the been barbecue doing place or whatever at stubs yeah it's barbecue yeah I need to go. Um, the technology and stuff like that are, it's going to catch up we're just going to make life a little <laughs> bit easier um but i think people you know in business those type of people the only way to make the money is to get the people there Mm-hmm. Right. And other businesses, they're going to find out that it's cheaper for, for me as a company to pay you $50 a month for your internet service mm-hmm. than it is to have, you know, a hundred square feet office for you. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's the different things that you'll start seeing, um, which hopefully um, we'll see businesses ran better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if if we'll see it because we've seen it in the past where the, the government con- continues to belt you know the well if the government if the government takes over then it's going to fail yeah I mean the government con- <laughs> continually bail every time that we have an issue they bail out the airlines mm-hmm. every single time so how do you fix that you don't bail them out anymore yeah you know you let them fail because guess what another billionaire is going to step up and they're going to buy that and then if you let them fail. Then another one's going to step up, and eventually they're going to realize nobody's going to bail us out. So let's run this company. But as me as an owner, if I'm if I'm Chevrolet and I and I got Ford across the street, and they're just over there going wild on their spending, 
And they're just like, man, why are you saving all your money? If we ever go down, the government's going to bail us out. So why should you save your money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but if you if you can stop bailing them out, then you have to save the money. You'll have to run your business right and those type of things. So I think we, we have to get to that point. Yeah, stop bailing them out and wait till Elon Musk comes along, buys your business, buys, and runs it yeah, for you. Buy, and then he runs it right. You know, yeah, I mean, he makes a robot to run your business and yeah. run it right. Yeah, and then he, everybody's <laughs> gone except four people. You know, the one that. Plugs the robot in, the one that fixes the robot, the one that programs the robot, you know, is one of those things. And the one that cheers on the robot. Yeah. Good job, robot. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, you know, I think that the something should definitely stay. Something should definitely go. I, I think the, the man, like, uh, just like in the food service industry, industry, man, they've, you know, those guys, they've gotten on it as far as how to, how to get food going and moving, uh, yeah. order out, those kind of the things. To go stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, El Toro Barhouse. That's probably one of the better chains. I don't want to get into that with Caesar, uh, but the better Steve next, Bar people, they're good. You know, they're they, good people. They can get you right. They're all the same company. <laughs> yeah. uh, they can get you in and out, and they get some pretty decent food for a decent price. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of that stuff will uh, that'll stay. A lot of the food delivery services have really stepped up. I'm glad hand sanitizer is going to be around for a little while. Yeah. Uh, I think the grocery stores have done a pretty good job on, uh, you know. H-E-B. Wow. Yeah. That's that's one of the unsung heroes of this whole thing right here. I know our H-E-B. You got to get it. You got to place your order and you might not get a slot for days. Yeah. Wow. You know, I mean, it, the, our community is really still using better it. than having to walk in the store and deal with people a lot of times. I, I read just an, be able to and, pull and, up. Well, I normally save it. money by doing it online because you, yeah. you, you don't have that stuff on that, that, that uh-huh. in cap. Oh, I need one of those. Especially if you're hungry before yeah. you go. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. my sister was saying. So that's the problem. So if you're hungry, if you're hungry, you buy too much. If you go in there full, you don't buy enough. Yeah, that's so you gotta. I, I worked for a food manufacturer for about a year, right? And and I was doing that. I was selling uh, on a corporate level. I was selling food to to these grocery chains and stuff like that. There is a whole psychology and a science behind all of that. Yeah, all right. of that's that. why the milk's in the back. And mm-hmm. yeah, and whenever like when and, and it's not it's not necessarily true for every grocery chain because not like H E B for instance. Whenever you go to a store like Fiesta or something like that, whenever you look at the uh, you look at the shelves that are eye level, that's prime real estate, and they charge those manufacturers yeah. to be on on that. Walmart's uh, got it figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, their system is is incredible on in how they figure all that out. I mean, they have some very very smart people that go in there and they program mm-hmm. all that stuff to maximize space and and their order and it's amazing but uh you know heb they they don't they don't do any of that kind of stuff but it's like it's like a mafia kind of thing but anyway uh, all of that stuff uh, you know they're gonna have to grocery stores are always gonna be open but you know man they have i think they've done a really good job like the big ones the big box mm-hmm. big box stores and sam's and stuff like that we placed an order uh, for uh, one of the youth retreats that we did and you know you and you you remember walking that road uh where you have to get all that food and all that stuff where mm-hmm. you know for, for 30 40 people and stuff yeah so you have to go push the carts and you can do all that stuff online order that's, now that's awesome oh we just parked in they popped it was ready and and they nailed it you know it oh, was man. good i remember one time and we can close with this one because i know we've been going for a minute we uh uh what you call it we was doing a youth a youth event and we went over there and my wife's you know um hatchback or whatever suv and we got so much stuff that it wouldn't all fit so we were having to take apart like the the 
toilet, the toilet paper and the <laughs> hand towels, and we're just like stuffing it in. And, cri- and my kids are having a, you could, <laughs> the only thing you could see is their face, like ET. You know, uh, it, it, it was one of those things. But and that's what, that's the stuff a part of a youth ministry that you know I, I miss. You know, stuff yeah. like that. I think so. the things that change that they change to be more efficient, like the grocery shop and stuff. I think that stuff will stay, but I don't think anything's gonna be gone forever that's like strictly just gone because people are scared yeah. of germs well, and stuff. I, I did like that whenever whenever it was like at critical levels how they opened up the store for senior citizens uh-huh. like only see uh, after right. a certain age yeah, that, was interesting. that was that was something that was really cool to see because you know, uh, as a society, we di- we discount our senior citizens. And plus, if you've ever been to the store and you got senior citizens in front of you, you're, if you're anything like me, you're like, oh, move. Right. You know, you buy the same thing over and over for decades. <laughs> and I know I'm not winning to any that's popularity. Right <laughs> but that's but that grocery shopping is not something that they have to do, something they get to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's it's an event. It's you know? an event. They don't yeah. they're, they're retired. They get to go to the grocery store. And they don't get out of the house much. They, yeah. they, they get to move around. But I think that also is good for community, for them to see other people yeah. like them and be able to talk to them and how mm-hmm. you doing and they begin to see familiar faces. So mm-hmm. it might not be a bad idea for you to continue stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it definitely identified some some cracks. And uh, I don't know if you're smart about it, whether you're in business or in church or just in your personal relationships, you know, when those things that were exposed just – do better and try to fill those gaps and don't let anything fall between. And, you know, we got to do our part. Yeah. And I think it's super important before we, we, we let off here. It, I know there's a lot of people that, that, uh, that have some health issues or whatever, but if you can get back to church into community, it's one of the best things that you can do. There's nothing like, um, it, I, and I say it like this. So if I'm in the sound booth working, mm-hmm. it's different. The, the way the spirit moves from the sound booth to the second or third last row. But it, the closer I get to the altar, it's different. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. You can, the, the, the worship that you can hear behind you, the, 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 the way things move and, and, uh, the way you can get into the worship and to the word and all those, it's, it's just different than watching it on TV. Uh, and a lot of a lot of you out there need that pat on the back. A lot of you need that encouragement of that place of of worship and work and those different things to keep you moving forward. So, as soon as you can get back to church, if it's here at Elam or if it's at your home church in India or our newcomers in Mexico, make sure you get back in community with your local church. It's one of those things that um, it started in the first church. You know, they didn't they didn't come in a building. But they were there together and worshiping together and, and different things like that. So, uh, super important. Amen. Amen. Not right. a woman. Amen. All right. We'll see you next weekend. We love you. This is The Refuge Project.